What's up, Tan and J-Man Show Nation? This is Tanner Lee, one half of the Tan and J-Man Show. And boy, do we have a great deal for you. Right now, when you go to TanandJmanShowStore.com and type in the promo code TANNJMAN when you check out, that's right, TANNJMAN, all in caps, you get free shipping on any order through the end of 2021. That's the end of 2021. That's December 31st, 2021. So if you're looking to get yourself a short-sleeve t-shirt, long-sleeve t-shirt, hoodie, pint, pint glass coffee mug, stickers, so much more. TannonJmanShowStore.com makes the perfect holiday gift, supports our show, and at the same time, you can look great doing so. Please go to TannonJmanShowStore.com and buy some merch today. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy another brand new episode of the Tan and J-Man Show. We are live with our last 2021 episode. Hard to believe. How fast has this year gone there, T-Dog? Like a blink of the eye. Yep. I'm the J-Man at MuntDog16 on Twitter. Tanner Man sitting next to me at TannerLean92 on Twitter. How was your Christmas? It was good, J-Man. Uh, busy. Busy. Travel, <sighs> travel, travel. Uh, hustle, bustle. But great to spend time with family and friends. And mm -hmm. uh yeah, looking forward to talking some sports with you tonight and putting a bow on 2021 and looking forward to 2022 as we'll start our sure. sixth season of the Tana J-Man Show. Maybe it's because we both did a lot of traveling. I mean, I was, I put about, uh, let's see, I would say over five hours in the car here the past four days. It's um, a lot of time in the uh, in the front seat. <laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot of windshield time. And um, <laughs> But it feels like it's been like a month since we've done a last Tan and J-Man show for some reason. It feels like a long time. And, yeah. and the other two podcasts I do, I took a break this past week. So it seems like a long time since I've been in front of the microphone. So yeah. it's good, good to be back rusty. in the saddle. Good to be back. <laughs> good to be back. But are uh, you ready to try to get the final birdie of 2021? Yes, sir. All Let's see right. what our score is here. I think you got it last week. No, you didn't get it last no, week. No, I choked. Like always. Uh, I have a four stroke lead. So is that uh, it? feels like it's a lot more yeah. than that. If uh, if I get this one wrong, nah, nah. No, nope, nope. I'll you, take the W. No, bury me, man. You you deserved it all year. I'm gonna have to come <laughs> come in hot in twenty twenty two to try to get it get get it back. But all right, so Alabama has the most bull wins with forty four. There are three teams tied with the most bull losses with twenty seven. Most Can you name losses. two of the three? Most bowl losses. So it's a team that's obviously usually pretty good and goes to bowls a bunch, but they don't have much success in bowls. It's a real good trivia question there, Tandem. Yeah, I got to credit Eric Lee for giving me that Biggie! one. Biggie! Always yep. giving you the good ones. Yeah, he does. Birdie Bogey brought to you by Noble Gnome LLC for fresh, locally grown, nutrient-dense produce. And Bryce and Katie Romine of Mentone, Indiana. Like them on Facebook, follow them on Instagram, and check out their website, noblenomellc.com. What are we starting with tonight there, Tan? What do you want to start with? Do you want to start with one of our weekly segments? Do you want to talk NFL? Do you want to talk about uh, COVID kind of harassing the sports world right now? What, what do you want to dive let's, into? Let's, uh, talk some, uh, let's talk some COVID here. Yeah, uh, I have a lot of bowl games that have been canceled completely. 
I mean, uh, Rutgers lucked into playing in the Gator Bowl, assuming that still happens with Texas A&M pulling out. Um, yeah, I think we're going to see a lot of bowl games canceled. I know a lot of uh, college basketball teams have started to go on pause, especially with um, kids coming back from Christmas break, spending time with their family. I know Illinois went on pause today, uh, so their game against Florida a and canceled on Wednesday, and who knows about Sunday. Uh, now, there were some good news. The CDC has uh, limited the quarantine time from 10 days to five days. So I, I think that goes for maybe close contacts. Um, okay. And so that should help alleviate some sports concerns as far as games getting canceled. But this uh, Omicron's not going away, and uh, it seems more contagious than ever. And we just hope and pray that uh, college basketball can continue. Yeah, you know, you kind of ran into that last year thinking, man, this could be Illinois' year. Mm-hmm. Are they even going to get the season in? Now I'm thinking the same thing on the Purdue end. It's like, finally, it looks like Purdue might have a chance to do something special, and now COVID's hitting and make me worried about the rest of the season. Right. It, it was like a constant worry last year. Like, I was so scared. I was so scared up until they tipped off against Drexel. Um, in the round of 64, just thinking, okay, please, no one test positive. Cause I think, was it VCU? Um, yeah. had someone test positive and they had to be put oh, out. I forgot Oregon about just, that. Yeah, yeah. Oregon moved on straight to the round of 32 to play Iowa. Um, I completely forgot about that. Well, wow. good memory. And, and that was the thing that I was super scared about happening. And luckily it didn't. And luckily that was really the only school that had issues in the NCAA tournament uh, with the bubble. But at the same time, I think we're trending more towards having another Indianapolis bubble come NCAA tournament time. Wasn't the worst thing to ever happen. I thought it worked pretty well last year. Um, I don't know if schools are going to start limiting capacity again. I know University of Illinois is requiring vaccinations just to get in uh, to watch uh, teams play. Don't know how that's all going to shake out. All I know is the, uh, the leader of the Big Ten will make a mess of the situation regardless. Uh, he already has. He's already not been proactive whatsoever. And they're the only conference team that have not updated their COVID guidelines uh, in a sense where teams are, or schools. I'm actually going to go read it right now, uh, what's happening here uh, with other schools or other conferences, I should say. Uh, the Big Ten is the only one of the top seven college hoops conferences not to adjust their COVID scheduling policies yet. Other Six have gone to either no contests. Um, all but Big 12 has said minimum of seven players um, needed to play, and uh, Big 12 is six players. Uh, Big 10 said last week they're still evaluating. So they have to come out here this week and do something because I think we're going to see multiple Big 10 teams shut down uh, with COVID issues. Um, I know Ohio State's been off a couple weeks so far. Rutgers had a few games postponed. Penn State's had a few games postponed. Uh, so Kevin Warren needs to stop hiding in his bunker and actually make some tough decisions, um, which he hasn't made in his entire tenure. Yeah. A big 10 play starts next week. Yeah. I mean, I mean, give these teams some answers and I saw Duke today was affected mm-hmm. big time. So their first two games, which include Notre Dame are postponed for a later date. Um, I think that's the right solution. I don't think it's, you can't make a team four for the game. No, I know that was the original plan, but the way this thing's developed, that's not fair. You Mm -hmm. can't penalize a team for not having enough healthy players to play. That's just stupid. What if that game cost, say Illinois or Purdue, the big 10 title. Right. I mean, (laughs) Illinois was kind of the victim of that sort of thing last year with Michigan refusing to play them um, and postpone the game. 
Um, and Michigan ended up not having, I think they had three less games played than Illinois did. Right. And because their win percentage was better, they were the ones that ended up being able to raise that banner uh, where after Illinois went 16 and four, uh, you, you understand why they were a little PO'd uh, Illinois, but I mean, that was agreed upon before the season. So it is what it is, but they were kind of hurt by that. And um, it's looking like it could be potentially the case again for some schools. Yeah. And then um, like you mentioned, the bowls, the college bowls right now are just getting canceled every mm-hmm. single day. And I know that's not the same because a lot of them are pretty meaningless, mm-hmm. um, but depending on the program who you ask, maybe they're not. Uh, but like I'm, 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 I'm excited to watch Purdue play one more football game, hoping that the, the them in Tennessee can get the Thursday healthy enough to play. Mm-hmm. It's it's gonna be a uh, it's gonna be a long few days before then. Just uh, I'm sure a lot of schools or a lot of coaches are like locking them in their room, saying you cannot mm-hmm. leave. We'll bring you food. Yep. Uh, especially those four teams in the playoff, they don't want to oh, have no. to, you know. Especially now, I mean, it'd be special for Alabama to still win, but at the same time, it's not nearly as big of a deal as it would be for a Cincinnati or Michigan, even to uh, kind of get hurt by COVID. I'm sure they're doing everything in their power to bubble them as much as possible. Right. I mean, I feel like we don't have any bulls to really talk about because there's mm. been so many canceled. Yeah. I haven't even got to watch really much of bull season. No. And really, I mean, the good bulls that I like watching are after Christmas anyway. Good point. Um, but I mean, we've seen quite a few be canceled. Um, and now there's not enough time to find a replacement squad. Um, so you're just going to have to end up canceling. I think we'll see multiple this week that have to, uh, have to cancel. Yeah. I'm going to go look to see how the bull standings are doing real quick. Our Tan J man show bull pick them. Uh, let's see. I haven't checked them in a while because you know, so many bulls have been getting canceled. Like we said, uh, let's see here. Uh, person didn't put their name. It's just username ryry six six three is winning at three hundred twelve points. Oh, that's me. No, it's not. I see yours down here. <laughs> you are the J Man's at one hundred ninety eight points currently in sixth place. I'll take six. I'm in seventh. I'm in seventh mm-hmm. out of seventeen. Yeah, um, stop at still a lot of a lot of bowls to go. A lot of games. Um, I mean, hopefully. Uh, yeah, the guy who is winning has won. Seven in a row. Wow. And the lowest point total of any of those seven was 24. All the rest were higher than that. Yeah. He is hot. Yeah. So uh, we'll see. We'll see a lot of a lot of time left, but I'll keep tabs on that next week. Mm-hmm. I think I was leading this time last week. You and uh, Evan Webb. Webby. Webby. Well, how's, yep. how's old Webb dog doing? Uh, let's see. Um... He is he's in third with 233. Wow. He's beating my father Eric Lee's in fourth with 229. Biggie. And Cameron Screeton, friend of the show's in fifth with 205. And so. my, my only goal is to beat all my friends. <laughs> well, you are beating me and Andrew Eiler and Connor Thompson. Mm. And a couple of your other buddies too. So yep. that's my goal. <laughs> I think I think you're gonna accomplish your goal. <laughs> we'll see. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, any any more uh, COVID talk? I know it's kind of a... It's, I mean, it's obviously hard to predict uh, which teams are going to go on and what t- what the team's going to look like after they come off of the COVID pause. Um, <laughs> but I think the CDC 
Um, it is for people who test positive for COVID. The isolation time is cut down from 10 days to five. So hopefully that will help alleviate some big time concerns come college basketball conference play. I don't really have any college hoops to talk about. I know you're probably, you're probably pretty pumped that, uh, your line, I took care of the Missouri Tigers mm-hmm. earlier yep. uh, last week. Missouri's bad. Yeah, they're not uh, good. Like super bad. But at the same time, that's still a game that Illinois struggled with. And uh, here in the past eight games or so, they've started to look like the team I think most people thought they would coming into the year. They're averaging 87 points a game in that eight-game stretch. They're leading college basketball in three-point, three-pointers made per game. Um, at almost 11 three-pointers made a game, but they're shooting still 44% from three, so it's not like they're just jacking up a ton. Um, Kofi has been as dominant as uh, he has been all year, and uh, they're looking like a pretty good squad. Once they get Andre Curbelo back, they can start making some noise. I don't have a lot of Big Ten talk. I mean, so many Big Ten teams, like we were talking when we were talking about COVID, have been had games canceled. Yeah, there were like only like two games last week because I know Wisconsin got canceled. I think Rutgers had a game canceled. Um. Yeah, there were, there were quite a few. Yeah, um, Purdue played yeah, Monday. Why we were doing this podcast mm-hmm. last week against Incarnate Word and won in a very boring game. They play Wednesday against Nichols, but that's their only game this week. Um, they they start Big Ten play during our podcast next week oh, with, the, with the Badgers coming to West Lafayette. Oh, uh, next week at seven. So what's up with the Monday games? I don't like, know. We've never had an issue with that in the five years we've been doing this. Now all of a sudden. Each of our teams playing like six times on Mondays so far. In our um, teams play against each other on the Monday at noon at a, in January. Yeah, 11 a.m. Central time. At least I guess it won't interfere with the podcast. But It will interfere with still, my work schedule. Mine too. Yeah, so I'm not going to be able to watch it. I know. it's. Uh, yeah, thanks, Kevin Warren, for yeah, that one I'm gonna too. Blame, I'm going to blame him for that one. Yeah, but I want to move on and learn some stuff. Let's hear it. So, some sporting events that have happened on December 27th. Uh, wow. On this date, 1897, the Stanley Cup uh, at the Victoria Rink in Montreal, Quebec. The Montreal Victorias beat the Ottawa Capitals 15-2. to Wow. That's a lot of goals. Yeah. What's, um, what's like the modern era record for goals? I know we've seen – have we seen double digits before? I'm sure we have. Yeah, we have, uh, but 15, I don't think I've ever seen anybody reach 15. Um, let's see here. On this day, 1953, the National Football League Championship was played at Briggs Stadium in Detroit as the Detroit Lions beat the Cleveland Browns 17-16 to to retain their title. Neither team's done a thing since. Neither team's ever been to a Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> Not happening this year either. Nope, don't think so. Don't think so. Mm, let's see. On this day, 1959, the National Football League Championship was played at Memorial Stadium in Baltimore as the Colts, Baltimore Colts beat the New York Giants 31-16. to The Colts scored 24 straight points in the fourth quarter. Mm. Can you tell me who, on this day in 1962, was named a 28th Heisman Trophy Award winner? 62-62. Is that Roger Staubach? Good guess, uh, same position, but it was Terry Baker, quarterback at Oregon State. Honestly, say I've never heard of him. On this day, nineteen sixty-four, the National Football League Championship was played in Cleveland Stadium as the Browns shut out the Baltimore Colts twenty-seven to zero. This was the last championship win by a major league pro sports team from Cleveland until the Cavaliers <laughs> did it in twenty sixteen. 
been rough going. On this day in 1971, the first Fiesta Bowl was played as number eight Arizona State beat Florida State 45-38. Can you tell me who won the 40th Heisman Trophy award on this day in 1974? 74, 74. Um, I cannot. Archie Griffin. Oh, man, I thought... I thought he won 75-76, not 74-75. Or was it 73-74? Didn't say. It's one of those two. On this day, 1981, Euler Wayne Gretzky became the fastest NHLer to get 100 points. It was in his 38th game. Man. He was – it's amazing when you look at the stats of that guy's career. That's why they call him the great one. On this day, 1987, Steve Largent set the all-time NFL record for career catches when he caught his 752nd pass. Yeah, he was he was good. Yes, he was. Very underrated. On this day, 1991, the Bengals hired Dave Shula as the youngest NFL coach at the age of 32. Didn't go well for him. No, it did not. I think he got that job mainly because of his last name. Is what I, I would think guess. You are correct. Um, and on this day in two thousand, Pittsburgh Penguins center and part owner at the time, Mario Lemieux, scored a goal and two assists in his return to the NHL after more than three years out with injury problems and lingering cancer issues. As the Penguins beat the Maple Leafs five to zero, I remember that vividly. Was well, um. Was Jordan part owner of the Wizards at the time when he played for him? Yes, he was. That's what I thought. That'd be weird, wouldn't it? That'd be real strange. Sign, <laughs> signing the paychecks for your teammates. Yep. Yep, it sure would be. Uh, let me get the read up here. You think after two years straight of doing this read, I'd have it memorized, but I'm not as good as the J-Man is when it comes to memorizing these reads. As my computer is loading here. And the uh, On The say, Day segment is brought to you by Like It Has Been, every episode of 2021 by Proforma Print House. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company picnic, or sales meeting, Proforma Print House has over 50 years combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. They strive for fast, efficient response to all your print needs. You need to look no further. Let them be your one-source print and promotional company in 2022 by giving them a call today at 574 574- Two one zero three eight one five. I want to do a little bit of a twenty twenty one recap. Yes, yes. It was uh, as we say every year. It was quite the year for sports. sports it was u- sports usually don't disappoint. No, it yeah. was. Uh, we saw the return of fans. I mean, mm-hmm. we were talking about COVID earlier. Yeah. We we slowly saw it starting to come back and. March Madness, and then, you know, with uh, with the Indianapolis bubble. And then after that, by the time the NBA rolled around the playoffs, a lot of places had full mm-hmm. full capacity arenas. Then MLB around the All-Star break, it seemed like all the stadiums had yeah. full. And the NFL's had full capacity all year long. College football has, uh, college basketball has up until this point. So it's been nice to see the return of fans for sure. Yeah, um, I didn't, I mean... I realized not having fans was awful last year, but I didn't really realize how much they add to a game just watching, even on TV. Um, 
you know, you, you kind of got used to it a little bit last year, especially during college basketball season. Mm-hmm. But man, having fans back has made the game so much more enjoyable. Oh, and I'm so sure much, the, so much more. I'm sh- and I can't imagine how the players are feeling having them back. Yeah. Um, never want to be in that position again. No. Uh, who is your team of 2021? Team Baylor Bears for college sports anyway. Um, they were a number one seed really all throughout the year. They didn't really have any sort of lull. They were undefeated deep into the season. And then they just seemed like a team of destiny. They went in and just annihilated every single opponent they played in the NCAA tournament and then obviously blew out Gonzaga. Um, they were pretty dang good. They lost a ton, and now they're the number one team in the country again. Yeah. Uh, so Scott Scott Drew has built them up from that terrible scandal before he got there um, to one of the best college basketball programs in the nation. Well, it looks like they're getting they're getting a new arena here in mm-hmm. the next couple of years. That's a beautiful right on the waterfront there. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he's got them rolling. Could maybe turn them into a small dynasty. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, they it's it's kind of nice somebody stepped up and knocked Kansas off there in the Big Twelve. So I think Baylor is head and shoulders above Kansas at this point. Um, after I don't know how many years in a row Kansas won the Big Twelve. What was it like twelve or thirteen years in a row? Yeah, uh, it was nice to see him not do that last year. Yeah, so you could, or we could have picked Baylor. We could have picked Alabama for college football, but college football was such a weird year last mm-hmm. year with some teams not playing as many games as others and everything like that. Some teams yeah, playing in front strange. of fans, some not. So I'm not going to pick them. Could pick the Milwaukee Bucks winning their first title yeah. since the 70s over mm-hmm. the Phoenix Suns. Could pick the Atlanta Braves. Absolutely. Got hot. Um, could pick uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who beat the Kansas mm-hmm. City Chiefs the Super Bowl. Um, but I'm I'm gonna go with the Braves. I'm gonna go with the Braves. Um I mean going into the postseason, I knew they were good enough to get there, of course, since they got there, but neither of us had them going to the World Series, let alone winning it. And they had, I believe, the exact same record as the Cubs did at the All-Star break. And they were even little struggling heading into August. They lost their best player around Acuna Jr. to a blown ACL. They had a few other injuries, but man, I, we, I talked about this a bunch during the postseason. The job their general manager did, Alex Anthropolis, I think, is running the show there. Um, he did at the All-Star break, or trade deadline, trading for Jock Peterson, Adam Duvall, Eddie Rosario, who had a ridiculous World Series, um, revamping their bullpen, all in a span of just a couple weeks there in July. Um, and that's really sparked the team, and they got hot. And, man, they were hot all the way throughout the postseason. And um, it was nice to see them knock off the Dodgers. And honestly, I was rooting for them. I think majority of the world was rooting for them against the Astros. Yeah, which is funny, too, because, I mean, you know, both of us growing up in the 90s and even into the 2000s, mm-hmm. they dominated for so long, even though they never got to the World Series, really. Uh, or if they did, they lost lost to the Yankees. But they, but they did win in 95, I know. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was nice to see some new blood in the MLB. Yeah, absolutely. And... I mean, they deserved it because they, they got hot. I mean, that's that's all that is to it. And we it's so cliche to say, but it's all about how you're playing right towards the end of the year. Sure. Um, the teams that are hot at the end of the year usually end up winning the uh, winning the championship. And it's just all about when you get hot, and they got hot at the right time. We also had the Summer Olympics happen this year, a year later, but yeah. they happened. Um, that was something that was one of my bold predictions for 2021 that the Olympics wouldn't happen and they happened. I'm glad they did. I was glad to be wrong there. Um, saw Tiger Woods getting a bad car accident, mm-hmm. but then by the end of 2021, just last <laughs> week, 
made his return back to the golf course in tournament play, playing with his son in a scramble nonetheless, but still pretty remarkable considering one of the options at the time after the wreck on the table was to amputate his leg. Yeah, they didn't know if he'd ever walk again. Um, it was it was brutal, but to see him see him come back, uh, it means something. I mean, uh, I, I I can never uh, say that guy won't do anything because right, he right. he proves the world wrong every time. Every time you count him out, there he is. So uh, speaking of golf, saw Phil Mickelson become the oldest uh, player to ever win a major, winning the PGA Championship um, at Kiwa Island. Uh, saw some other golf headlines go on this year. Um, Colin Morikawa. Who won the Masters? <laughs> I knew you were going to ask me that. Now I'm, I'm blanking myself. Um, oh, it was, uh, it was uh, uh, Matsuyama. Oh, okay. Hideki Matsuyama. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. And then uh, Colin Morikawa. That was earlier last year. Won won a major. That wasn't this year. I'm trying to think who won the majors in my head now, Josh. And I'm, <laughs> I'm blanking. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google that real quick. But uh, who was, who was one of the, who are, who were some of the athletes that stood out to you in 2021? Well, Devonte Smith's performance in the college football playoff in the first half. I think he had over 200 yards receiving and three touchdowns. Um, he was ridiculous in that game. Um, some other athletes that stood out. Um, trying to think who won MVP. And I know Bryce Harper won MVP and nationally. I don't remember who won AL MVP. The the golf majors, real quick, were won by Hideki Matsuyama won the Masters. Phil Mickelson won the PGA Championship. John Rahm won the U.S. Open. And Colin Morikawa did win the mm-hmm. Open Championship. So, geez, I, that seems like forever <laughs> ago. Um. Joe Burrow coming back from that horrendous knee injury, and now he's if he was if he would have cut the interceptions down by half, we'd probably be talking about him as maybe an MVP candidate yep. for this year. Um, yeah, going back to the Bengals, Jamar Chase having a terrible preseason after opting out of the college uh, season last year, dropping all those balls. Now he's turned into one of the better receivers in the NFL. Uh, Cooper Cup season <laughs> in the NFL, he's the first receiver ever to have at least 90 yards receiving in 14 games in a season, uh, which is just ridiculous. Um, some other guys, uh, I'm trying to think who's having a really good year. Aaron Rodgers was having Aaron, a good year. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers won MVP last year. He's having a great year. Tom Jonathan Brady's Taylor. Always, John, yes, Jonathan Taylor. In my opinion, he should be the um, leader in the clubhouse for the MVP at this point, which you don't see running backs win MVP anymore. Um, and, I mean, he's doing this with some of his offensive line hurt too. You know, they have a good offensive line, but guys have been out with COVID and they've been out with injury issues, and he's still dominating. Uh, Urban Meyer was a headline maker yes. in 2021. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he was an entertaining headline for all of us. Jeez. Um, yeah. Except Jacksonville fans. Yeah, day. I saw Jacksonville yesterday. The three candidates they're looking at for head coaches are uh, Jim Caldwell, mm-hmm. Byron Leftwich, and oh, goodness. Doug Peterson. Thank you, Doug Peterson. Yeah, I think any yeah. of those three would be decent candidates. Absolutely. Um, Jim Caldwell's kind of gotten a bad rep, but he has really, really been a pretty good head coach. Um, he did some good things in Detroit, and they fired him, and Matt Patricia took over, and it's been garbage ever since. Uh, Doug Peterson obviously won a Super Bowl with Philadelphia. Uh, Byron Byron Leftwich is still a little bit of a uh, question mark, and it's it's always risky hiring a coordinator. Sure. 
Um, I think they'd be smart after the fiasco of Urban Meyer to go to like a Jim Caldwell where you know he's going to have credibility right away um, and high character as well. He's always had high character teams as a high character guy. So um, really any of those guys would probably be okay, but I'd kind of look towards the former head coaches um, in that group. Uh, one guy athlete that's uh, of course been in the spotlight and caught my attention in the whole sporting world, Steph Curry this yeah, year, yeah. he's been miraculous and he became the all time NBA's all time leading uh, three point shooter. So now he is the greatest shooter of all time. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, I, you'll still, but yeah, when I say that, then it's, it's hard to compare. I mean, Larry Bird shot, you know, 250 or so three pointers a year. Now Curry's attempting 800. 800. So yeah. the game's changed so much, but, but I mean, Steph's doing things I've never seen done on the basketball court. No, he's he's ridiculous. I mean, he is the best shooter I think we've can comfortably say ever watched. Um, and as you said, it's tough to compare. But at the same time, I mean, he's just he's he's insane. I don't think either of us thought he'd be nearly this good. No, 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 uh, coming no. Out of Davidson, he was so skinny, um, and he's still super small and skinny. But uh, yeah, he's uh, he's something else. That's why I'm not an NBA GM, J-Man, yeah. that and uh, many other reasons. Yeah, but. that pick completely changed the Golden State Warrior trajectory. Oh. They were Awful. the worst franchise in the NBA, and they drafted Steph Curry and things were different. It only takes one player sometimes. Now they're loaded and about to get two more guys to join them yeah. soon. And yeah, yeah, after one down near, here they are mm-hmm. again. So yeah. um trying to think what else. Uh, for, for you personally, what was your favorite – uh, moment of any of your sports teams and your least favorite moment of your sports teams in 2021? Favorite moment was probably, hmm, my favorite moment had to be when Illinois went into Michigan without Io DeSumo after Michigan had talked so much trash. They had, they had forced the Big Ten to postpone the previous game against Illinois because they felt like they didn't have enough practice time. Um, and Illinois went in there without their best player and beat them by 23 points. Um, that was, that was pretty awesome. Uh, least favorite moment sticking with college basketball, losing to Loyola. Um, that was a rough one. That was the worst game they played all season. I would assume it was worst game all season. Um, that was a rough one, but it is what it is. That's, that's the tourney though. I mean, you can't predict it. It sucks it ended the way it did, but at the same time, I wouldn't change a single thing about last season. I was trying to think of my, my least favorite is probably Purdue losing North Texas in mm-hmm. the first round. Just like, oh, here we go again. A, a double-digit seed knock, knocking us off in overtime, nonetheless. But also, I could put up there uh, a few different Bronco losses this year that just drove me nuts. <laughs> um, really, the first Raiders loss of the two, I was there in person just getting killed. It's like mm-hmm. – by a Raider team who that week fired their coach, yeah. John Gruden, and which was another big story headline in 2021 was John Gruden. Um, it's like, wow, is this rock bottom? And then, you know, they go to Cleveland, then the very next week and lose to uh, Case Keenum-led Case Keenum. Cleveland yeah. Browns team. And um, that, like, fourth string running back ran for over 100 uh, yards against Yeah, them. I don't even remember who it was. Off I don't remember his name. Yeah, um, But, yeah, they made him look like uh, Terrell Davidson was prime. Um, so those are pretty frustrating losses and in, in, in moments. Uh, my oh, between two and probably Purdue football. Honestly, they're knocking off number two Iowa at Iowa, or knocking off uh, number two Michigan State at home. 
So I'd say either one of those was pretty fun. Saddest moment, honorable mention would be when the Cubs traded Javi Baez and Anthony Rizzo and Chris Bryant, all those guys in a two day span. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was, that was rough, but at, looking back, it's probably smart that it happened, but at, at the time it was awful. Yeah, Broncos trading Von Miller was sad mm-hmm. for me. And then Demarius Thomas passing away at an early age. Yes. It's, it's yeah. been a rough year for uh, some f- all time fan favorite Denver Bronco mm-hmm. players for, for yeah. the fans for sure. <clears throat> Yep. So, but yeah, here we are. Uh, we'll we'll make some bold predictions in 2022. Starting next week, we'll start yeah. our list of 22 bold predictions. We'll, we'll split it up a little bit. Do you still have your 21 bold predictions? I do. I'm gonna look mine up right now just to see what I said. I do. Um, these 21. I had a Big Ten team will win the national championship in basketball. Did not happen. Dodgers will repeat as World Series champ. Did not happen. <laughs> um, a non-quarterback slash running back will win the Heisman. That did happen. That was kind of cheap. I don't. I mean, pe- <laughs> people didn't think Devonte Smith would win. Yeah. Okay. Fair um, the Buffalo Bills will win the Super Bowl. That did not happen. They got to the AFC Championship though. Um, Chris Bryant will be traded by the trade deadline. That did happen. Ohio State will win the national championship in football. Didn't happen. The NL Central will be one with the team at or under 500. Uh, didn't happen. Justin Fields won't be the second quarterback taken. Uh, that did happen. However, I put he'll be the fourth. I had him behind Lawrence, Zach Wilson, and Mac Jones. And I think he ended up going fourth with Lawrence, Zach Wilson, and uh, Trey Lance, right? Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, you Mac, are. Yeah, yeah Mac Jones Trey Lance. after him. Yeah, Mac Jones um, I said. Deshaun Watson will be traded to the Dolphins and Carson Wentz to the Colts. Man, that was close. That was very close. That was so close. Uh, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Phillip Rivers, and Big Ben will all retire. Got two out of the four. Yeah. Um, We'll have full stadiums by Major League All-Star break. That was accurate. Um, Neither Alabama nor Clemson will be playing in the college football championship. That was not accurate. Uh, There will be at least one NFL team to go last to first in their division. I put... San Fran or Philadelphia, most likely. I don't think we're going to have that happen. Um, USA Basketball will not win the gold medal. They did. Did they? I had next season, the three longest tenured NFL coaches will be the final year with their franchise. Belichick, Tomlin, Sean Payton. Could happen for two of those three. Good. Josh Allen will win MVP. I don't think he will. It looked like it early in the season. I know he's really struggled. The J Man's book of prediction or the J Man's fantasy curse is very real. Here as, we go. as is the book of prediction. Woe well, is me. Here we go. <laughs> uh, Bonds and Clemens will make the Hall of Fame. It didn't happen. Could happen next year. Uh, McElroy will finally win the Masters. That that curse is very real. <laughs> that is that is real. Just the Rory curse overall is real. Uh, let's be, let's be uh, Rob Manfred will be forced out by the owners. Didn't happen. Tom Ricketts will be forced to sell the Cubs. Didn't happen. We'll have another triple crown in horse racing. Did not happen. Here is mine. An athlete in their prime will retire this year. Didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, NBA championship will be won by a team who has never won one. Didn't happen. Almost. Suns. Pretty close, yeah. Uh, I said this will be Aaron Boone's last season as the Yankees manager. Didn't happen. Although some mm. can argue it should. Someone other than Alabama, Clemson, or Ohio State will win the college football playoff. Could happen. Could happen because that I made that for kind of you know into twenty twenty two, so we don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roy McIlroy will win a major championship for the first time since twenty fourteen. Didn't happen. 
Uh, Drew Brees, Philip Rivers, and Ben Roethlisberger will all retire. Got two to three. At least eight NFL teams will have different starting quarterbacks come week one. That did happen. Uh, someone will make the final four that hasn't in the last 20 years. That happened. Uh, this was real bad. Ohio State running back Master Teague will win the 2021 Heisman Trophy. He was hurt. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't even remember hearing that name this year. Yeah, he got hurt, so that was off off the table. The Chicago White Sox will, win, will at least make the ALCS. Didn't happen. Did not happen. IU will not have the 2021 Mr. Basketball winner from the state of Indiana. That was correct. That's Caleb first of, of Purdue was the winner. The 2021 Olympic Games will not happen. They happened. The Colorado Avalanche will win the 2021 Stanley Cup. Did not happen. You got to stop picking them to win. I I, I got to stop. <laughs> I, I'm cursing my own team there. The Kansas Jayhawks will not win the Big 12 regular season title. That did happen. Uh, we will see someone throw the first perfect game since 2012. Didn't happen. Uh, I thought Matthew Stafford would be a New England Patriot. Didn't happen. I said the Duke Blue Devils would not make the NCAA tournament. I was correct good call, there. Good call. I said two non-Power 5 conference teams would make the Final Four. That happened with Gonzaga and Houston. Houston, yeah. I said a PGA Tour player who has never won a major championship will win one. That happened in Hideki Matsuyama and John Rahm. Had had Morikawa win one before? Yeah, he won uh, the PGA year before. Okay. Uh, I said Martin Truex Jr. will win the NASCAR Cup Championship. Didn't happen. <clears throat> this was an interesting one that I hadn't checked this list, and I just see it, it happen. 2021 will be Brian Kelly's last season as Notre Dame's yeah. head coach. That was a good one. I didn't think it was because he'd leave for a different program. He'd but, get fired, yeah. Yeah. So I don't think we did too bad. No, that's a pretty good list. Yep. Yeah. We'll see how we do in 2022 here. Some of those we got right. We thought there was no chance they'd be right. <laughs> like the Brian Kelly one, probably. Uh, yeah, I just yeah. threw it out there like, eh, it's, it's yeah. just he's been you there a know. long time. You yeah. know, maybe they need some fresh blood and didn't think it would happen the way it's happened, but I'll yeah. take it. Any more thoughts on 2021? It's been a, been a great year. Um, year. It's been a great year, an exciting year for sports, and looking mm-hmm. forward to seeing what 2022 brings us. Yes, sir. Uh, do you want some word association here? Yeah. Since the uh, – actually, first, let's pick the college football playoff games for Friday. Okay. Uh, we have Alabama-Cincinnati. Alabama. Yeah, I got Alabama. Uh, Michigan-Georgia. I got Georgia, but in a close one. I think Michigan will keep it close. Give me Georgia, though. I think we get an Alabama-Georgia rematch. Yep. That then brings me to word association. Okay. I have the previous 15 – uh, college football championship game MOPs. Of course, okay. there's been, I think, six playoff championships, and then, of course, the BCS after that. But starting with last year, we had Devontae Smith. Oh, just um, one of the fastest players I've ever seen in college football. Mm-hmm. I mean, and he's ex- ex- excelled already in the NFL. Yeah, he's, he's been, been a good uh, rookie you know, year. Yeah, I thought he would eventually be good, but I didn't think he would uh, catch on mm-hmm. this fast. Yeah. Uh, Joe Burrow. <sighs> Maybe the greatest, probably the greatest college football season by quarterback I'd ever seen. Yeah, I agree. He was so good that year. So Man, fun he to had watch. an unbelievable game yesterday. Oh, he was, well, um, Baltimore's defensive coordinator, he's yeah. keeping his mouth shut. So. Yeah. How often do we see that happen where a guy on the opposing side says something stupid and the guy goes off and... Give him bulletin board material. Yeah. Don't do it. It happens all the time. Uh, Trevor Lawrence. Sunshine. Um, yeah. <laughs> a guy that's struggling his in his rookie year right now, but uh, he'll be all right. He'll be all right. 
Tua Tonga Still a hard name for me to say. Yeah. I know you've perfected it because of the Dolphins, but uh, yeah, I mean, was that the year he came in for Jalen Hurts? Or no, uh, was that a different year? It has to be. Yeah, that throw against Georgia was yeah. incredible. One yeah. of the best throws I, I've ever I seen. I think it was. Uh, Deshaun Watson. Not a very good guy, I guess. Yeah, um, incredible, incredible college football player. Mm-hmm. OJ Howard. Name I hadn't thought about in a while. Um, I, I couldn't have told a lot. You. No, I couldn't have told you he was the uh, MVP <laughs> of of, of uh, one of one of Alabama's 100 championships. But yeah. uh, he was a, he was a stud of Alabama. Ezekiel Elliott. Eaton, guy's eating. Mm-hmm. He's crop crop top. Uh, yeah, that was Ohio State team that not very many people were picking that year, and yeah, he, uh, they proved everybody wrong. He was a beast. Those two. Yeah, games. that was that was Cardale Jones, wasn't he? Yep. Was yep. He? Man, uh, Jameis Winston, crab legs, uh, made some uh, key plays to Ben to Benjamin, Kelvin mm-hmm. Benjamin, late in that game against yeah. Auburn. Eddie Lacy, <laughs> Mac Truck, and like talk <laughs> about being real good in the NFL for a couple yeah. years, then just gone, done. Uh, Ate his way out. Not diet went out the window, and yeah. so did his NFL career. <laughs> AJ McCarron. <laughs> Brett Musburger talking about his girlfriend. Yeah. Now his wife, the whole game. Uh, he's been a serviceable backup in the NFL, multiple places, Cincinnati, Houston. I might be forgetting a spot or two, yeah. but uh, yeah, that's all I remember is Brett Mus- Musburger just kept talking about, uh, about his girlfriend the whole time. Mark Ingram. Oh man. Still having a consistent uh, NFL yeah, career to this day. Really. I mean, just, just another good Alabama back. <laughs> yeah. So many good Alabama yeah. players. Tim Tebow. Arguably, uh, he's up there with the greatest uh, college football players of all time. Mm. Um, of course, his NFL career was it was newsworthy, but he wasn't very good. Um, but he was he was certainly good at Florida. Fun to watch. Matt Flynn. Wow, talk about a name I haven't <laughs> thought about in a while. Uh, I remember when the Seahawks paid him big yeah, money and yeah. then uh, started Russell Wilson over him his rookie year. So. Yeah, uh, I remember. The- he had like two good games when Rodgers was hurt, and some you knew some team was going to give him a ton of money. When he gets Detroit, he threw for six touchdowns or something. Yeah, like that. Th- did something incredible. Um, thought the Dolphins were going to be the team that went and signed him because they were rumored. Luckily, they didn't. Uh, but yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't very good. No, no, he wasn't. Vince Young, uh, another guy's NFL career that fizzled out. But that that Rose Bowl BCS championship game against USC mm-hmm. is probably the best college football game I've ever seen. Last one here, Matt Liner. Matt Liner, good college football analyst. I enjoy what he yep. does on Fox. Another good, co- a good college quarterback that fizzled out in the NFL. Cardinals mm-hmm. took him in the top ten and just never became a solid <laughs> NFL quarterback. Yep, that's all I got for you. And the Word Association segment is brought to you by, like it has been for every episode in 2021, by Rhett Lee, attorney at law. Rhett Lee and the law office of Andrew Akee LLC are located at 206 Fort Street in Logansport, in Indiana. Rep provides legal services to the people of North Central Indiana and practices criminal defense, family law, and personal injury. If you need a lawyer who cares about your results and will fight for you, call Rep today to schedule a free consultation at 574-722-2221. This episode is brought to you by the Damn Landing, whether you want an epic burger, hand-tossed pizza, cold beer, or a handcrafted cocktail, the Damn Landing is the place to be. 
The Dam Landing is a bar and grill located on beautiful Lake Mantel, focused on freshness and quality. You can wash down their delicious food with one of their 16 beers on tap, including a constant rotation, today's best microbrews and domestic flavors, or a handcrafted cocktail made using fresh ingredients. Taking the fantastic views of Lake Mantel on their beer garden or outdoor bar area, whether it be boats or wheels, the Dam Landing is a place to be located at 1309 Ewing Road, Rochester. And this episode of the Tan Jamin Show is also brought to you by Circle 15 Golf. Circle 15 Golf is a brand focused on bringing tour quality products and experience to the everyday golfer like the J-Man and myself. Built on 25 years of tour experience featuring the Genesis Glove, the most durable and comfortable, glo- comfortable glove available, and the patented Glove Hub, the first and only glove humidor on the market. Find those products and more along with hats, div repair tools, ball markers at circle15golf.com. Start 2022 off right. Get some new Circle 15 golf products in your golf bag today. Yes, sir. NFL, three winners, three losers. For the second straight week, one of my winners, even though I did pick him to win in, in the pick em, which I don't know who won this week. I don't either. I forgot to make the graphic. I had 96 points going into tonight. I have no idea um, how many you had. I'll go look uh, it up real quick. Uh, but one of my winners for back-to-back weeks, the Indianapolis Colts. Me too. They won in Arizona without, what, uh, nine starters or something? Was yeah. it that many? Um, a lot of offensive linemen out, and they're just a tough football team. I mean, they uh, it's kind of like ever since Hard Knocks started filming or or the season debuted, they've turned it around. Yeah. I don't Sorry, think that's I, you're counting. I know you're calculating okay. your head. Math is hard. Um, I, I know I know that has probably nothing to do with it, but it's kind of funny on the timing. You know, hard hard knocks debuts mid season for the first time ever. They start playing really well, and uh, they're just a pretty well coached team, um, physical team. And uh, I don't know if I'd want to play them in the playoffs if I if I'm anybody because they're a ground and pound physical team. I have eighty or uh, ninety nine. Heading into tonight, you picked. I have New Orleans for seven. And so if you get it, you will win. Um, I took the Dolphins. The Saints are without a third of their roster, including yeah. their top three yeah. quarterbacks. Didn't Wouldn't know that it, at the time last week. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't put it past if the Dolphins still lost, though. But uh, Ian Book. Yeah. Ooh, book, is it. Like a, book it, Ian Book, tonight. Book it. <laughs> Colts are also one of my winners. I would venture to say they're the second best team in the AFC at this point. It's hard to argue. They're, I mean, every time I doubt them, they prove me they wrong. They are rolling. And Carson Wentz is playing some really good football, too. So Yeah, they need to uh, – I don't know his contract uh, situation there, but if it's up, they need to re-sign him. Yeah, I agree. He's good. He's a good fit um, for him. One of my other winners, Buffalo Bills. Yes, sir. Mine, too. Uh, going into New England. Uh, New England's starting to struggle here a little bit the past two games. Um, but, yeah, Bills played well defensively. They ran the ball pretty well. Josh Allen had a good game. Uh, that was a really big win for them, and now they've vaulted back, I believe, into uh, the AFC East first position. Yes, they control their destiny now in the AFC mm-hmm. East, and uh, they made uh, Mac Jones look like a rookie yesterday yeah. for the first yeah. time in a while. He's he's really struggled the past two weeks. Maybe the NFL is finally catching up to him a little bit. You hope. Um, I hope, yeah. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals were my last winner. Um, I know Cincinnati Bengals. Baltimore was – without their top two quarterbacks and had to pick up Josh Johnson off of the Jets practice squad. He didn't do too uh, bad. Really. He, he wasn't awful, uh, but Joe Burrow went out, put oh. up 525 yards, five touchdowns, just put on an absolute show. 
Yeah, he was fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mangles, yep, I was. They've been we've been so up and down on them all year, but I I think they'll make the playoffs. I think they'll win that division. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much Baltimore has left in them. Uh, who knows about Pittsburgh as well? I think uh, Bengals uh, have the best shot in there anyway. Uh, my third winner was the Dallas Cowboys. Clinching yeah. the NFC East yeah, on 56, 56 to 14 against yeah. your arch rival. Rival, I don't ever remember a, a primetime game being that much of a blowout. Mm-hmm. Jeez. I mean, they yeah, did whatever they wanted. Stop putting the NFC East on Sunday night football. Yeah, please. 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 Three three losers. LA Chargers. Yep. One of mine. Um, they go into Houston and just got worked. Uh, yeah. it's like, okay, maybe the Chargers aren't a playoff team. I mean, I mean, they got all the talent in the world. I think they got a yeah. good young coach, but they just can't consistently get it done. Herbert has not been that good the past four or five weeks either. Uh, maybe the NFL is catching up to him a little bit. Um, credit Houston though, picking David Davis Mills in the third round. He's looked awfully good. Yeah. Um, as of right now, I think some teams probably wish they would have taken him in the first round. A la the Chicago bears, maybe. Um, I, I, Nick Foles, man. I he he's the best quarterback on the Bears roster. <laughs> he looked pretty good yesterday. He is the best quarterback without a doubt on the Bears roster, in my opinion. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, Chargers terrible loss. They gave up a ton of points to a bad Rex offense, Burkhead, so. man. Rex Burkhead. Yeah, went, went off for the uh, Texans. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, Minnesota Vikings are another one of my losers. Um, had a chance to really make a mark having a home game against a uh, West coast team and a really good one in the LA Rams. And uh, they could not find a way to win Kirk cousins against over 500 teams is trash. Like he's such a bad quarterback against, and and that came with uh, Matt Stafford throwing three interceptions right. and they still could not beat the LA Rams. Right. And then right now I think they're the seventh seed in the NFC still. I mean, Are they still? There's going to be – whoever gets that seventh seed is not going to be the strongest team by any means. I th- I think Philadelphia is the seventh seed. Are they? Okay. Okay. Yeah, if, if I had to choose between the Eagles, Vikings, Saints uh, for that seventh seed, I'm picking the Eagles because at least sure. they're semi, semi-entertaining where the other two are not. That's a good point. But, yeah. One of, my, one of my other losers, Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's happened to this offense all of a sudden? Yeah, I know DeAndre's out, but geez, I mean, I your Cliff Kingsbury and Fran McCaffrey comparison, yeah. spot on, man. Eight and eighteen in November and December in his career. After I don't know what their record is, but it's insane. Uh, the first two months of the year, so the past two years especially, they've really faltered in the second half of the year. Um, my who's final loser. Go ahead. Who's your, I was gonna say? Who's your third loser? Uh, Baker Mayfield. I think his time in Cleveland's done. Um, he threw four interceptions on Sunday and he could have had at least six. I'll still take him. You, I mean, I don't think he's that much better. Than te- if, if at all better than Teddy, he, I think he's significantly better than Drew Locke, but um, yeah, Baker's bad. And I think he'll be playing somewhere else next year. That might be one of my bold predictions. My third loser is my Denver Broncos. Hmm. They're just but losers, losers, as Michael Scott would say. <laughs> swept by the Raiders. This is back-to-back years for the sixth time in franchise history. And Vic, Vic Fangio is now 1-5 against the Raiders since 2019. It's not going to get done. And, of course, he hasn't beaten the Chiefs. He's 0-5 against Chiefs. He's 4-1 yeah. against the Chargers. Oh. 
some reason. But I mean, that defense played well enough to win the game yesterday. Mm -hmm. Drew Locke did nothing great, but he played well enough to win the game yesterday. His receivers let them down. Hmm. Him, him down. The offensive line let the whole team down. Running game was trash, and not only was it trash, Pat Shermer wouldn't run the ball. I mean, it wasn't working, but he, <sighs> you have two pretty good running backs there too. And Drew Locke's a bad NFL quarterback. It is he is who he is at this point. The um, and Vic Fangio's got a fall on the sword of Pat Shermer. The Pat Shermer hire was the worst thing he did in his coaching tenure yeah. at Denver so far. Rich Gangarillo, who they fired after 2019, okay. But to hire Pat Shermer last year has just been an absolute disaster. And I think that's why Fangio will be looking for a new job in two weeks. Yeah. yeah. Maybe uh, maybe old Chicago six, Bears will give him a call. Six straight years. Man. Six straight years the Broncos will not be playing postseason football. And Fangio, I think he's a good guy. I think he's a really good defensive coach, but I think he's one of those guys that's probably a better defensive coordinator than he is a head coach. That's fair. Just doesn't that's, have uh, the charisma and the moxie. Yeah. That's yeah, that's fair. He is kind of a boring guy, isn't he? Yes, he is. I want like I said last week, I want a new owner, mm-hmm. new new coaching staff, new quarterback. That's All right. Our, list. our one goal for this final episode was to finish on time this yeah. week. And so we're going to have to hurry through these picks here. And you got to book it to make too, by the way. Yeah, I'll do it during the picks. Okay. Uh, Miami Dolphins at the Tennessee Titans. Good, good win for the Titans over the Niners mm-hmm. on Thursday night football. Um, I wish I could see Miami play tonight before I made this pick, yep, but I can't. Too. So Titans for seven. Um, as we said, haven't seen the Dolphins yet. Um, the Dolphins were one and seven and lost seven straight games. And if they win tonight, they will be the seventh seed in the AFC, believe it or not. And they control their own destiny right now. So if they win out, they're in. Um, I'm taking the Dolphins for one. I can't hey, think of keep, until they keep lose. Keep drinking yep. the Kool-Aid. Got to keep doing it. I'd do the same thing. Yeah. And that's what made me also mad about the Broncos yesterday. If they would have won yesterday, mm-hmm. they would have went leaped the Chargers because as for at least a week in the tiebreaker, they would have been right there in the hunt. Yeah. And yep. they just blew it against a horrible Raider yep. team. <laughs> uh, Falcons at Buffalo. Bills for 12. I have Bills for 16. Ooh. Uh, yeah, big one. Giants at Chicago Bears. I have the Bears for nine. I have the Bears for 10. Giants are trash. Jake Fromm was awful yesterday to the point where he got benched for Mike Glennon. That tells Joe, you all you need to know. Joe Judge is coming back next year, though. Which I think is insane. We'll um, same with Daniel Jones. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs at the Cincinnati Bengals. Kansas City for six, but that'll be one of your better games of the weekend. I have the Chiefs for nine. Uh, they're rolling right they now. They are, unfortunately. Uh, Vegas Raiders at the Indianapolis Colts. I got the Colts for 14. I have the Colts for 11. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars at the New England Patriots. New England for 16. I have New England for 12. Um, Jacksonville had a chance, man. They had first and goal, and I thought it was so stupid. I don't know if you watched any of that I, game. I saw the end of it. Um spiking it there on yep, third down that was, was dumb. so dumb. It gave him one more shot instead of two. Yep. Just throw the fade. Yeah, throw just the corner just fade throw real something quick. real quick. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the New York Jets. I got Tampa Bay for 15, but shout out to the Jets for getting me my 15 point confidence last week. <laughs> I have Tampa Bay for 15 as well. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles at the Washington football team. Philadelphia is looking pretty good. Eagles for eight. I have the football team for two. I'm either oh. something. I, I feel like the Eagles are going to lose this week and screw everything up for them. Uh, <laughs> the LA Rams at the Baltimore Ravens. I got the Rams for five. I have the Rams for three. I think Baltimore, obviously Baltimore needs this one and they'll be desperate. Don't know if Lamar plays. Though. Right. Um, Denver at the LA Chargers. 
I got the Chargers for 11. I have the Chargers for eight. Um, Houston at San Francisco. Got San Francisco, but only for three. I have San Francisco for 13. I don't know um, why I put three on that one. <laughs> I mean, I think Jimmy G is really holding San Francisco back. Um, and I'm not sure how good Trey Lance will be out there either. Um, but San Francisco, if they lose this one, I think they're done. And mm-hmm. they so it's a must win for them. Arizona at Dallas. Got Dallas for four. I have Dallas for five. Uh, Carolina at New Orleans. And New Orleans for two. I have New Orleans for six. Again, don't know who's going to play for them. I know. Uh, whoever it is might be might be better than Cam Newton. Cam Newton is one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL now. <laughs> yes, he He's is. so bad. Um, Detroit at Seattle. Got Seattle for 10. That scares Se- me. Seattle for seven. I think they're terrible. Uh, Minnesota at Green Bay. Got Green Bay for 13. I have Green Bay for 14. Um, that's our Sunday nighter, which is rough. Our Monday nighter is pretty rough as well, though both teams are still in it. Cleveland at Pittsburgh. Got Pittsburgh for a point. This is the J-Man's Book It Prediction of the Week. Must-win game for both teams. Um, I hope it ends in a tie because I think that'd be funny. That'd be the second one for Pittsburgh this year. But I think Pittsburgh ultimately wins this one. Um, Cleveland's not very good. They've had some injuries, of course, and Baker Mayfield's been terrible to the point where his he has a shoulder injury, and I don't know if he's that good enough uh, to be in there above Case Keenum at this point. Keenum might provide them a better chance to win, uh, but I have Pittsburgh for four points. Yeah, Keenum wouldn't take those uh, unnecessary shots for sure. Yep, yep. Who's the J-Man's Book of Prediction of the Week sponsored by there, J-Man? It is sponsored by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watchering for life, home, auto, renters, business, workers' comp, farm, and annuities. You can contact Travis at 219-869-4561. His email is travis.watchering at infb.com. Get your veggies. Get your insurance, you mean. I mean, I forgot to do get your veggies earlier, so I just added that right there. All right. (laughs) And get your insurance as well. Alabama has the most bowl wins with 44. There are three teams that are tied with the most bowl losses with 27. Can you name two of the three? Notre Dame. Nope. <laughs> um, bunch of bowl losses. Who's been there a bunch? Michigan. They are one. Oh, man. I can't believe it. One more shot to get a par. Or no, I one more shot to get a birdie. I guess, even though you already missed one. Uh-huh. So I'm, I'd say one more shot for a par, but whatever. Okay, you already, whatever. Game man wants going into 2022. <laughs> one more shot for a, one more shot for a par. Um, I'm going to go with Texas. How about the Ohio State University? Man, I was going to pick Ohio State. And too. Nebraska. Well, Nebraska's used to losing at this point. So. <laughs> The final score ends with me at plus seven, Tanner at plus ten. I am going to zero these right now, and we are both at even heading into next year. We should make a goal for both of us to be a five over at the most at the end of 2022. Yeah. I, I think it's a pretty safe bet to say that we're not going to be under par. Oh, that's so difficult uh, to do. That'd be impossible almost. Because we started uh, off pretty hot, both of us, and that 
I think you got up to almost like I think you've missed thirteen in a row. It was been bad in a row. I want to say you got up to like three uh, three under. I don't think that might be a stretch, but uh, my golf games are going bad. So uh, thanks for watching, everybody. Our last 2021 episode. Hard to believe we're five years into this thing. Um, Stick with us. Stick with us. Yes. Have a great week, everybody. Have a fantastic new year. Um, We'll see you next Monday on January 3rd, 2022. Have a great week, everybody.